you doing girl i'm good yeah right yeah I'm, I'm good i'm good the sun is shining got the windows open look at my plants huh i'm a plant daddy and i am so proud look at my girls they are singing thank you for your help i'm you're, not gonna you're I'm welcome not, i'm not gonna pretend like it was all me yeah no look at them girls huh showing off i raised strong confident plant women they don't put up with no no nor should they no they got it from their mom that's true i mean i am the one that waters them you speak kind words of gentle encouragement but i'm the one that's like rise and shine bitches here's some good old water some h2o for them roots cleanse yourself in that good cop bad cop scenario i am the nicest of cops it's gonna be a problem it is because i'm not gonna be able to discipline what is discipline i don't know i don't know i don't, I don't do that and see it's funny that you know exactly what kind of dad you're gonna be but like Mom-wise, you know, I'm not sure because, yeah, to be honest, I do I do be putting off that hard-ass vibe, mm-hmm. but, like, something about small children just, like, turns me into a puddle of mush. But I've also nannied and worked in childcare for a long time, so I'm, I am pretty good at, like, you know, laying down that kitty law. It's a Friday, kitty. Yippee fry Yay! This show is powered by, presented by... Sponsor, insert your adjective, insert your verb, I guess, in this situation. Insert your strong verb, because this show is brought to you by Charlie Hustle. KCMS 20. What's that get you? It gets you 20% off. In-store, online, drop by, whatever you do. Pick it up. Get you them sweet, sweet stylings of one Charles Hustle. Two sweet. We had a bit of a tiff. Over the shirts, like, every time I pulled out a new one that they sent us, Hartzell's like, oh, that one's mine. That one's mine. That one's mine. I'm just like, oh, what's for Kitty? But, you know. I got some mask in there if you want. Oh, great. Kitty, shall we do a weather dealio? Yeah, tell me about my uh, my patio cocktail weather, you know? Give it to me. Let me know what I can look forward to. Let me set your scene, huh? I can yeah. do that for you. 57 degrees on this Friday. That championship UV index, because this is the best local podcast in Kansas City, Kitty. By the KC Morning Hose, out of 10, Kitty, what is that UV scale? Feels like a four. We're getting close to a five. Oh. It's a four, girl. And it's we are four. getting dangerously close We're to a five. dangerously close. You be vibing, you know? A little bit of that cloud block. Did I tell you about when I got sunburned? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things about black folks, when you get sunburned, it doesn't happen as quick for us. So it'll take a couple days to really like sink in. So I'm in the shower. A week after I went to the beach, I'm rubbing myself down, you know, getting so fresh and so and that clean. that action. Clean. You know, it's my time. Kid. Yeah. You know me in the shower. Yeah, that's you like my to time. exfoliate. I take my time. Like a 30 with it. minute exfoliation mm-hmm. period. So as I'm exfoliating, I begin to start shedding. And I freak out to the point where I'm crying. I call my mother. This oh wasn't that gosh. long ago. This was about four or five years ago. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Mom, we have to go to the hospital. Like, I do not know what is happening. I'm just losing skin. It's like, Hartzell, you understand that you're just sunburned. So why do we take into account this UV index? It's for reasons like that. I want to make sure that for that young, strapping black man at home, 
listening to this show in the shower, I want you to know. It's normal to church? shed skin like that. You're going to be all right, buddy. Out in the sun. You're going to be all right. On a normal year, even in the winter, you can still see my tan lines, you know, from the previous summer. Well, it's been like two summers, and I have absolutely no tan lines. My butt cheek is as white as my real cheek. That's a good thing, right? You no. Are a, no, you, no. Are, you are a blank canvas exactly. now. Exactly. You, you can now throw on a fresh coat or whatever. Do you know how bad that first burn is going to be for me this summer? First burn is the defense. No, it really is. Like aloe bath covering my body in like calamine lotion or like a milk. Like a milk scrub. Literally. You are the Oreo in that tub of milk? Well, it's more oh, like yeah. it's more like lobster getting in milk, but sure. <laughs> Your sunset tonight, Kitty 615. A good day, a beautiful day, a lovely day to be a Kansas City. And then tonight, 34 degrees, clear skies. This weekend, 63 and sunny on Saturday. 67 and mostly sunny on Sunday. Kitty, it's a good day to be a Kansas City. And let's go. Great day. Let's go. Let's go. That's your weather daily. Oh, KC. How you feeling? How's your arm? It's sore still, but not as bad. I hurt a little bit. Worth it. Would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. But when they talk about that first vaccine shot fog. Yeah. It's real. It's true. It's it's real, y'all. So I'm guessing this is what Clark Kent feels like on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. I feel invincible. I got emotional. When I got that shot, I'm not going to lie to you. It just, it really did feel like, uh, like we turned a page a little bit. And then I was thinking about all the homies that will eventually be getting this same thing. We're all doing it together, especially when we do it, by the way, please do it. I was like, we all are going to have a chance to get that feeling. Something just kind of happened to me. I was like, oh my God, this might be the new normal. Like we could maybe do this thing. I don't know. You were not a fan. I was really trying to like immortalize this moment in time. I was taking a bunch of pictures. I was getting, I was being very dramatic on Wednesday. You just weren't having any of it. Yeah. Was it the needle? You want me to show your picture I've again? seen the picture. I know. Like Honestly, this okay. picture of you could be a meme. Well, okay. So for one, let's just go ahead and say this. You know, I had already planned like I'm going first. I'm going first. I know it. You know, so I literally, we get in that little office. Because well, you're immunocompromised, so that's yes. how we got yours. You wanted to just I knock just this thing out. I just wanted it done and over with. So I, I rolled up, take my jacket off, have my sleeve pulled up, everything. I'm ready to go. And she's like. It's all business. She says, oh, it's not going to hurt at all. Relax your muscle. I'm like, I've heard this spiel before, <laughs> you know. And then my face got tensed up. And then Hartzell's taking pictures. And it was just. He was emotional. And I'm also emotional, but for different reasons. Completely opposite reasons. Yeah. I can still, yeah, feel it. Mm. And our nurse was amazing. Anna, thank you so much. You were literally saving lives. She was thebomb.com. All the homies. Really, all the healthcare homies. It's crazy there. because it didn't hurt at all. Like literally that needle was nothing. I'm a person who does not like to get booster shots, does not like to get blood drawn. I've never donated anything in my life that wasn't material so yeah it was great um did feel like i had covid all over again yesterday i literally just because i said if you had had covid and you get the shot it does kind of make that side effect a little bit worse supposedly the first shot is worse if you had covid yesterday i was just beat 
Mm-hmm. Beat to shit. That being said, worth it. We got microchipped, y'all. Hashtag Woo. find my vaccinated person. This is how it begins. You know, scan my barcode. I am ready to be upgraded. And then we get that software update at the end of the month. Yes. That booster. Yes. So I thought some people were laughing at us. And I realized, at first, and then I thought, I was like, okay, racist. You know, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, Sedalia's but odd. Okay, hold on. Give him a little bit of context. That- and we stand out in Sedalia. I was looking like, you know, I usually do. But I do. know why they were laughing at us now and what, what stuck out. I saw their entire faces. They weren't wearing masks, you know, and I didn't even pick up on that. I'm self-aware. When I go into those places, I'm a black man who, you know, likes to flex. There are going to be different eyes on me. I get that. And that's not me trying to sound like an asshole. That's just life in America. I saw them laughing at us and I just figured, you know, whatever. But I think you're right. Yeah, it was because we were masked up and they weren't. Like, it is a whole different reality down there, y'all. I just realized how deeply intimate it is to know what someone's face looks like. (laughs) There's going to be people like us who are super excited and want to get it. But that number is going to dwindle really quick here. And I'm just going to say this. Like, the spot we were... They weren't interested. They didn't have a mask on. They didn't give a damn. You know, how do we get those folks? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. We got to do better. I just, it was weird. But I know I feel good. I tell you what. Yeah, I'm me too. I'm going back to the gym. If you're some, I can now resume my professional wrestling training. I had a whole storyline built. I'd have, I mean, me and the boys are about to get after it. I what? need to go to the gym. What are you going to do now? Obviously, keep masking up and, you know, going to follow the rules and try to be distant. And we're going to wait and see what happens. But I think this does kind of sort of open some things up for us. Oh, and yeah. I think that's And I think that's fair to say, right? I think that's fair. was talking to my, my work girls, the group chat, and immediately I was just like, what am I like? What am I going to do now? And they were like, patio cocktails. I'm like, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Finally. I can go to Easter and... Be with my family. Everyone in my immediate kind of family um, is vaccinated or will be vaccinated by Easter. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, shoot. We missed out on an entire year of holidays. There was a baby born in my family last year and he's gonna turn one soon this little freaking critter is crawling he's like walking he was taking steps at least now i got a little bit more competition for that egg hunt well now i can you know ask you out for maybe a third date outside oh yeah finally get to date number three wow. i hear i hear on the third date well you're a little lucky that's what i hear i don't know i'll dress up nice for you where are you taking me oh i'll take you somewhere i'll take you there all right, well. You know what we haven't done in a while, Kitty? What? We haven't opened up mail. Ooh. We want to open up a little mail? Let's do it. Let's do some music, huh? I love new music on Fridays. Seriously, it's one of those things that like gets me pumped. Add, add some stuff to my playlist. We subscribe to folks we like. We follow them. And on Fridays, we get that data dump. It's in our inbox. So I say, Kitty, Kansas City, the KC Morning Hoes. Mail's here. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Come on. Happy Friday, yippee fry, yay. New music on a Friday. Who you got, Kitty? What do you want to listen to today? Oh, you know me. I'm always finding that funky, fresh, new-ish. Okay, okay. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac have a new group out. They're called, what is it? Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. Like, are you freaking kidding me? That sounds so goddamn smooth. They released one song, a little teaser. This is baby making music. This is baby making music. This is third date baby making music. Y'all better be careful out there. Can't sit here we come. (laughs) That's what she said. Eh. Kitty, intro this song for me. What we got? Bruno Mars, Anderson Pac, Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open. 
Casey Morning Show. What you doing? What you doing? Where you at? Where you at? Oh, you got plans. You got plans. Don't say that. Shut your trap. I'm sipping wine. Sip, sip. In a robe. I look too good. Look too good. To be alone. My house clean. House clean. My pool warm. Just shake. Smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east wing and the west wing of this mansion. So that's excellent. Oh my God. That's just amazing. I'm at Rolling Stone. They say Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. They have not shared any more details on Silk Sonic's upcoming album, but they did say that a special guest host, Bootsy Collins, Bootsy will be featured. Collins. What is going on? I love this. Oh my God, I love this. I uh, I would like to knock my Bootsies <laughs> to this, right? I see what you did there. Get it cracking. So tight, so tight. I won't bang. Uh-uh. This is like that fireplace, a little bit of champagne, maybe some chocolate dipped strawberries. Mm. Mm-hmm. Baby, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it, baby. Take me back, baby. I'll take care of you, baby. <laughs> is that what Papa Hartzell said to Mother Muriel when <laughs> when the t- when you and your brother were conceived? It's a Sunday evening. My daddy did something. He done gotten in trouble again. But he said, hey, baby, let me have one more chance, baby. It was a Sunday afternoon, and he put on a record, an R&B pianist named George Winston, and a bottle of red wine. And nine months later, a woman gave birth to twins, one of which whose name was Hartzell Winston Douglas Gray III. And I'll let you put those pieces together. That's Silk Sonic (laughs) on your Casey Morning Show. Kitty, what else we got? Your turn. <laughs> it's your turn, man. I I set you up right. You got a whole lot more than you asked for. Mm-hmm. Let's do a new Drake. All right, Let's man. Do that. Making a change today. The liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a role that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I can't just be with you. I'm only you. Yeah, I got one virtual, got one in that dance, the only two, man. How many times have I shown and proved, man? How many nights I've been woke, swerving the potholes, not trying to fuck up the wheels on the road, okay? Funny how life goes, he thought he was sick, now we wiping his nose, okay? Soon as you give him your soul, you blow up and they say you're selling your soul, okay? They want my life exposed, they want to know about the highs and lows. Well, summer all I did was rest, okay? And New Year's all I did was stretch, okay? And Valentine's Day I had sex, okay? We'll see what's about to happen next. The Scary Hours 2-pack is composed of three heavy bar tracks, all of which address the unending demands of life as one of the most influential artists of his generation. My man's introspective, again, par for the course, because that's Drake and he's in his feels. But for some reason it works, though. We make fun of the man, he's a meme, but damn, we he, did it. He did it again. It's Drake. What's next? We're opening up mail. It's Casey Morning Show. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I mean, you can't pretend like you don't like it because you know you do. I'm vibing. I mean, who isn't vibing right now? Like you in the car, Kansas City, saying, yeah, we get it. If I was in the club, I would definitely be doing shots and shaking ass of this. Mm, yeah. Same. Big same. You know what I might do this weekend? What? I've been debating this for like a while now. I want to restart something. Like I want to restart Degrassi. I knew you were going to say that. The whole thing is on I YouTube. wasn't allowed to watch Degrassi growing up. So you can watch it for the first time? 
Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, after Ugly Betty. Ooh. We're going to go to Degrassi. Kitty, your turn. What you got? I got a good one. Okay, let's go. I love it. This is very on brand for the Kitty perspective. Mm -hmm. It's called Pay Your Way in Pain. Who this? St. Vincent. Oh, nice. Upcoming album. She got new stuff out, huh? She released this. Yeah, uh, the album's called Daddy's Home, so we've got a lot of a lot of daddy songs lately. Right. Daddy enjoys the oh, album cover, oh, too. Oh, daddy likey. That's nice. <laughs> New St. Vincent. All right, here we go. Pay your way in pain. Kitty, you tell me when to hit play, girl. Let's go. You got to pay your way in. Okay, this is good. Pay your way in pain speaks to the way a lot of people feel right now, St. Vincent's Annie Clark says. I love it. We want what everyone wants, to be okay, to be safe, to be loved. But no matter what, it seems like there's a matrix with its own secret sets of rules, trap doors, and big thumb pressing on our brow. Ooh, Ooh, we're going to fight the system. New St. Vincent. And my fan, Kitty. Well done. Thank you. I got one more. Let's wrap it up with this. New Kings of Leon. The new record is called When You See Yourself, Kitty. Life is the vein that runs through this album. Kings of Leon frontman Caleb Followell tells Apple Music, I wrote songs about youth. I wrote songs about being at the age where everything feels like it's going so slow. You want to get out of your reality. Okay. Okay. This is the bandit off the new record, When You See Yourself. New Kings of Leon, Kitty. Tell these folks what they are listening to. This is your mail on the KC Morning Show. of the lyrics are just coming to terms with what's to come and what has already happened he says i don't know what's going on maybe i was smoking weed or something though it was completed months before the pandemic hit when you see yourself still finds a nashville rock outfit in a specially contemplative frame of mind setting moods and settling into songs in a way that feels new and organic this is real real good something i could really yeah jam in my car it's good By myself in my fields with Kings of Leon at some point, a quarter. It's like a mandatory wellness check kind of thing. That's your mail, Kitty. It's Casey Morning Show. Well done.
fun. This is going to end up being one of our biggest shows, Kitty. One of our biggest shows maybe ever. Wow. Actually. And I will tell you why here in a second. That's what we call in the business, Kitty. A tease. You want to do the news? Let's do it. Friday, February 5th. Let's do that news. In other news, this city needs its news. News team, assemble. Mm, let's go, let's go. My name is Hartzel, that's Kitty. This is your news break. It's Friday. Friday. Happy Friday. Yippee Friday. This show brought to you by Charlie Hustle, KCMS 20. Get 20% off in store and online. Ooh, did I hit that beat? I sure did. Show enough. Also on Fridays, you know what Kitty does? She uh, she freestyles your news. She takes the headlines from the week. She styles them, profiles them, the world as she sees it. Kitty as she knows it. I mean, that feels like a good a good segment name. Is it something? Kitty as she sees it. Kitty, are you ready to Let's let these it. folks know? I'm ready. Let them have it. Let's go. A five, six, seven, Kitty, break them off. What's good? What's the word? Casey Peeps. Have you heard? Party and me got the vaccine. Yep, we're back and better than ever. Nothing can stop us. Not COVID or bad weather. (laughs) But enough about us. Let's talk about you. Stadiums are opening back up for our boys in blue. Mm -hmm. And the guys in red, well, they changed their name too. No, not that one. Though it's coming soon. Uh. G-E-H-A field. Whatever that means to you. I'm spent. That's my rant. Until next time. Find me on a patio, sipping that fine summer wine. Woo! Let's go! Let's get it! On your KC! Morning show! Now, I told you this is going to be maybe our biggest episode ever. Yeah. Let me tell you why. All right. On the show today, Uh huh. John Edwards, our Fox 4 and KC Morning Show film critic, he's going to talk to, uh, he's going to talk to Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall. Coming to America 2 is coming to you on uh, Amazon Prime, and we got them on this show. What, baby? I mean, if that ain't a glow up, I don't know what it is. So let's just go ahead and knock this out real quick so we can get to that. How's that sound to you? Love it. This morning, we are keeping a close eye on coronavirus cases, especially in the Kansas City metro. New case numbers over the last month show an overall decline, dipping as low as 39 in Wednesday's report. That is a 90% drop in new daily cases from month to month. Governor Laura Kelly on the Kansas side, their plan is to vaccinate a bunch of meat plant workers, which I guess somebody's upset about that too. I don't know. We find ways to be upset about everything, but there is also more news on the Missouri side. Today, Missouri Governor Mike Parson announced a targeted mass vaccination clinic will be coming to Kansas City by April 1st. He notes people in urban areas tend to have a higher interest in getting the vaccine. The Johnson and Johnson COVID-19 vaccine is also making its way to Missouri. The state expects 50,000 doses. 5,000 of those will be distributed to targeted vaccination sites in Kansas City and St. Louis. 10,000 will go to regional mass vaccination events. The remaining 35,000 doses will be distributed to other providers across the state. So while we wait for those mass vaccination sites here specifically in Kansas City, there are some spots in the surrounding area that are doing, you know, their thing. In fact, we got one going on right now and I believe also, yeah, this weekend. Right now you can sign up to get the COVID-19 vaccine this weekend. Slots are still open this morning for an Operation Safe event. It's today and tomorrow, available for any person eligible for the vaccine in Missouri right now. But to sign up, you have to fill out Clay County's vaccine interest form. It's on the Clay County Health Department website. Then Clay County will either send you a text, a link, or just call you to let you know about your appointment. Kitty, you ended up giving us a tease in your uh, in your freestyle. It's, it's one thing to 
to, you know, recap the week that was, but you also were able to propel us forward into a tease for something coming up. Well, that's uh, you're really you're really getting good at this. That's journalism, baby. Hashtag it. Hashtag my shtick. Chiefs changing the name. But as Kitty said, nope, not that one. The other one. And not even really the other one. And for the first time ever, Arrowhead Stadium will have a naming rights sponsor. It'll now be known as GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. G-E-H-A, that's like, it doesn't really roll off your tongue, does it? The acronym that you'll see a lot more of at Arrowhead Stadium stands for the Government Employees Health Association. Based in Lee Summit, they provide medical and dental plans for all federal employees and since 2019 for the Chiefs organization. Up to this point in our history and until really our partnership with the Kansas City Chiefs, we've been, we've been really a best kept secret and we're looking to change that. The team didn't disclose Thursday how much GEHA is paying to be a part of history, but it's been in the works for a while. Last year, there were some rumors, but the team denied they were close to making any deal. Okay, GEHA, I definitely called it GIA. We got Steven Serta doing a sports thing with us. 610 Sports Radio's Steven Serta. He's a producer for Cody and Gold. Benny and family are great. I talked to Benny this morning, uh, but he just, you know, they're doing kid stuff. I said, yo, do your, do your kid stuff. Your family, man. So be with the family. Man, Royals, Kitty, we're getting the fans back. Baseball! It's official, baseball is back, and so are the fans. The Kansas City Royals announcing today fans will be allowed inside Kauffman Stadium to cheer on the team this season. Just 10,000 fans, though, will be allowed at each game. The team hopes to add more fans later in the season. Tickets go on sale to the general public March 24th. From the field to the pitch, let's talk Sporting KC, preseason. Having the experience that we had last year just has made it much easier for all the people on the staff to kind of be right locked and loaded from from day one as opposed to trying to learn all of those different protocols uh, along the way and some trial and error but uh, I think we we really vetted through all those things last year and um, and now everybody's just kind of moving through it and 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 really have just gotten a lot better with it all right kitty let's change gears real quick because you know what I'm excited we got the shot walking around. Almost felt like I was breathing new air. It was weird. But now I'm on Twitter and I'm scrolling, feeling good about life. And I see just hot nonsense like this coming out of Kansas and coming out of Missouri. And it's like, guys, what are we doing? And I'm tired of giving this false equivalency like we have to quit debating this as if this is a two sides thing trans rights or humans rights this is between them and their doctor and their family. Hey, deuterus, keep your hands off my uterus. I mean, right? Kansas House Bill 2210 and Missouri House Bill 33 would make it a crime for doctors to perform any gender reassignment procedures or surgeries for transgender kids under 18. This includes puberty blockers and hormone therapy, although gender reassignment surgeries are widely restricted to people over 18. Missouri's bill even goes after parents who help their kids undergo these medical procedures, requiring they be reported to children's services. Kids hear that. Um, and we're doing everything that we can to make sure that they are supported by their parents, um, by the adults in their lives, and and know that there is a much larger support system for them than these bills that are set to attack them. Kansas's bill also needs to pass through committee hearings. Republican Representative Brett Fairchild introduced it. He told 41 Action News in part, quote, I don't think a child would ever think about something like that if their parents weren't telling them that they can choose. I think this is something that's just being forced on kids. My bill 
is to protect little children. They haven't matured emotionally. They haven't matured psychologically. Brian Carter, a pediatrician and bioethicist, says these bills bring up serious ethical issues and that medical decisions should be left to the doctor, the child, and the parent. Those decisions uh, really belong in the privacy realm of that relationship, that therapeutic relationship. Uh, They should not be encroached upon by the state that says you can or can't do one of any number of things. It's a reason why young folks aren't into religion now. And honestly, that's not fair to religion because it has been co-opted by stuff like this, this idea of these evangelicals, which is really just a term for a big lobbying group that spends lots of money who are still real butthurt about Roe v. Wade. I don't know when that embryo becomes a baby, and honestly, you don't either. But I do know that that's an actual woman right there whose rights you are actually taken away in real time. So that's kind of where it begins and ends. I mean, right? We do, we do have that settled, right? This is a woman with actual rights. Sure doesn't feel like it sometimes, does it, though? And I know people are going to say I'm, you know, equating two different issues here, but I'm not. These are people who deserve to be the person they are. I think it's that simple. How can a bunch of old white men in suits and crazy religious lobbyists decide what's right for me or mine? You know, by the way, there's women involved in this, too. Like the patriarchy can be diverse. Oh, I know this. The oppressor can be woke. I completely understand this. I grew up around this, but we gonna get in trouble for this one. It is one of those things where it's just like, what does anything I am doing with my specific flesh sack? What does it matter what I do with my skin and bones and inner parts? What does that affect Karen in Kansas? What does that affect any sort of lobbyist or lawmaker? It doesn't. It's frustrating, right? It's very frustrating. The universal exhale, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go national, Kitty. The vice president votes in the affirmative. Tonight, after Vice President Kamala Harris cast the tie-breaking vote to advance the COVID relief bill in the Senate, Republican Ron Johnson, in a last-ditch effort to delay its passage, forcing the clerk to read all 628 pages. Section 1, short title. Section 2, table of contents. Senate Democrats mocking the move. And if the senator from Wisconsin wants to read it, let everybody listen because it has overwhelming support. But after President Biden signed off on changes that would send direct payments to fewer Americans, individuals making more than $80,000 and couples earning more than $160,000 will now not get a check. Some progressive Democrats complain that compromise is a mistake. Is it really worth saving 0.05% to have less checks go out? This doesn't make much sense to me. I never thought I was somebody who was, you know, into the royal stuff. But I stand for for Meghan and Harry. And we've got a big interview this weekend. I guess this is like the equivalent of the Princess Di and Martin Bashir interview from the 90s. Uh, I guess they're going to let the crown have it. Were you silent or were you silenced? I just want to make it clear to everybody there is no subject that's off limits. Almost unsurvivable. Sounds like there was a breaking point. My biggest concern was history repeating itself. You've said some pretty shocking things here. Wait, hold, hold up, wait a minute. You know, for me, I'm just really relieved and happy to be sitting here talking to you with my wife by my side. Because I can't begin to imagine what it must have been like for her going through this process by herself all those years ago. Because it has been unbelievably tough for the two of us, but at least we had each other. Yeah. 
The firm, she calls them. The firm. Damn. I mean, I watched all of The Crown, and I'm not going to lie. I've definitely been keeping up like, oh, Prince Philip just had that heart surgery. You know, he's about to be kaput. He's 99. But what the hell, man? Megan, you go, girl. Don't let them, don't let them haters get to you. She was a freaking movie star. I love Megan Markle. Before, I'm a, I was before a, she was a royal, she was a freaking celebrity already. So you know what? Tell the firm, sayonara. To me, Kitty, she was always royalty. Okay, heart soul. I had a crush on her. She's very cute. Wow. I'm sorry. I just, uh, listen. She's a little dark for your type. Oh, Kitty, damn. Shots fired. Touche. Just surprised is all. I'm not saying I hate the game. You know, I respect it. But I'm just saying I'm a fan of all the game. I'm a fan of all the players in the game. Be you, they. You ain't never told a lie. If there's one thing that I found is as true as the sunrise, it's that I like being on there with hot sauce. The KC Morning Show. just discovered that I may have a son here in this land. How much child support is she getting from? The king pays no child support. No child support for 30 years and you came back? You was a dummy. <laughs> Eddie, um, it's been 30 years. Why'd it take so long? We didn't plan on doing this. This is something that just kind of happened organically, like the Coming to America. Of all the movies that I've done, Coming to America is the only movie I've done that became kind of like a, a cult, move, cult movie, like you know, they they play people get this on Halloween. Some people get dressed up as characters from the movie and VH1 played it for 24 hours on Christmas. And People are always, you know, the movie just stayed around and little stuff from the movie worked its way into the into the landscape. And it, it, it's stuff like a. Uh, uh, sexual chocolate. People say sexual chocolate, you know, and uh, the mic drop. People talk about the mic drop. The, the very first mic drop ever is Randy Watson in Coming to America. So all this little stuff from the movie worked its way into the culture. I was like, so it was always around. Yeah, my son. He's supposed to be like the prince of Wakanda. Wakanda is a fictional place. Not to everybody. Zamunda is a very real nation. I don't need no handouts. Wait a minute. All right, I'm gonna pay. Okay, baby. I want to replace cult with classic. I mean, I, I I like to argue that this is like one of the funniest movies ever made, but it's a true it's a true classic. It's a, it's a cult classic. It is a cult classic. Cult, yeah. cult means it has people that you, it, it means that people watch. Have, you have a a bunch of people that watch it over and over and over. It's in the background. It's part of you know. Became yeah, one of those of movies that, you know, that's on, you know, holidays, your family is sitting with the whole family of watch became one of those movies, you know, or if you're flipping through the channel, you know, and you see it, you'll you stop. You got to stop and watch it. You got to stop and watch it. It became one of those movies. We've had invitations to Beyonce's Coming to America party where you have to dress up <laughs> like the characters. Uh, right. Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats gave one of those parties. We've seen restaurants from New York to L.A. on Halloween change their employee uniforms and the building itself to look like McDowell's on Halloween. When, when Black Panther came out, there were people <laughs> dressed as characters from coming to America, going to see the movie dressed in. And I was like, <laughs> how do they connect? How is this connected to Black Panther? It was like, uh, I guess black royalty or whatever, whatever, for whatever reason, there are some people that are heavily invested in coming to America. Yeah, my son. He's supposed to be like the prince of Wakanda. Wakanda is a fictional place. Not to everybody. Zamunda is a very real nation. I don't need no handouts. Wait a minute. All right, I'm going to pay. Okay, baby. <laughs>
when we wrote this thing, uh, uh, I was supposed to be the Baba, the character, the witch doctor that Arsenio was playing. We wrote it was like, uh, it was like, uh, then I was lamenting about it. I was because it's a six hour makeup job, and Arsenio was like, "Well, I'll do that." And I was like, "Well, cool, yeah, you do that." And then that bounce came back to haunt us. About we was on the movie set and it was about four thirty in the morning. He was in that bye bye makeup and everybody was leaving and he had to sit and had him take that makeup off for two hours. And Arsenio was crying, dog. <laughs> crying. He had a tissue and they said, "Oh, his eyes are tearing." He, he was crying, bro. <laughs> he knew he was crying. And, and Sean, he <laughs> will come into the trailer to make sure he says goodbye when he wrapped at ten. He came in to say, he, I have it on video. He came in to say goodbye, pat him on my back, and I just sat there with that Denzel tear. Right over here. I must admit, your style is far into my kingdom, but it's impressive. That's right. There you go. Let me hear you say, hey. Hey, ho. No, 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 don't no, do no, that. No. That's his mother. No, no, no. Oh, don't you say that. No, not to his mother. To the track. No outs to go. The Royals have won the 1985 World Series. The KC Morning Show. Sports! Let's do a sports thing. Now listen, y'all, listen, listen, listen. I know when I say that sports note, you get excited because you think you're going to hear the sweet, sweet sounds of one Benny Heisler. Well, listen, Benny is with child and doing baby things, so I had to go to the bench because this is a sports segment. So ladies and gentlemen, from 610 Sports Radio, Steven Serta, producer for uh, Cody and Gold. What, what time y'all on, Steve? Go ahead and plug yourself. Uh, we're on from 10 to 2. Uh, glad to hear that you listen and, and you know what time of the day I'm on. It's not like we haven't been friends for like 10 years. Listen, Steve, I, I not only do I listen, but I follow along. You have in me a devoted listener to to the Cody and, and Gold show. And I listen for certain. I don't think that I believe you've ever listened <laughs> to the show. Serta, I need you to fill us in on this KC Morning Show. What has been going on, brother? Recap us. Um, well, there, there's not really that much going on in sports right now. I've been doing a lot of NBA betting because there isn't isn't much sports gambling at the moment, but we are getting close to the NCAA tournament, NBA All-Stars this weekend, and then uh, spring training baseball got fired up. Oh, and NFL free agency starts not next week, but the following week, so that's always an exciting time of year. Who are the Chiefs picking up? Uh, well, they got a lot of needs. I don't think they're going to address the offensive line. We saw what happened in the Super Bowl with uh, both their tackles out of the game. I don't think they're going to be able to address that in free agency because uh, good offensive linemen in free agency are way too expensive. So I don't think that's going to happen. I Hopefully, I would like to see them get a cost-effective wide receiver. Uh, I've talked about Marvin Jones a lot, uh, former Detroit Lion. He's a productive player. I think he's a, a solid number two. Brett Veach already alluded a couple of weeks ago to them probably not bringing Sammy Watkins back because the NFL salary cap is actually going to drop. It was $198 million last season, and they're projecting it to be like in the 180 to 185 range. So a lot of teams are going to be kind of, kind of strapped for cash this season. Steve, can we talk about the name? Can we, can we talk about the field? The Gia Field at Arrowhead Stadium? What the hell, man? What is that? Even? What is a Gia? Is that, is, what is a Gia? Is that, is that how it's pronounced? I don't I even know. G-E-H-A. Either way, I, I don't like it. I mean, it's a, to my understanding, it's a, it's a local Kansas City company. They've been talking about doing this for years. And if you're upset about it as a Chiefs fan, you're just being ridiculous. Well, because fine. You I'm being ridiculous, damn well, Steve. I've been ridiculous. I mean, you know, you know damn well you're not ever going to call it that. You're just going to call it Arrowhead 
it. And plenty of stadiums do this across the NFL. Like Mile High always has a sponsor tag, but it's still Mile High Stadium. We're acting like they're going to take the Arrowhead sign down. No, they're just going to put a little sponsor underneath it. We were on borrowed time, right? Like even as being one of those old guard clubs, you know, it was going to happen. I just told you the salary cap is dropping. It's not like they're hurting for money. They claim they are because they're, you know, they make billions and billions of dollars every year, but they're like, oh, fans weren't in the stands or you weren't at full capacity last year, so we're hurting for money. That's a farce. They're not really hurting for money. They actually just signed a massive TV contract with ESPN that was worth like almost double what it was prior to the pandemic. So they're not hurting for money, but this is a way for the individual ball clubs to make some extra cash. And it it should happen everywhere. I don't have a problem with it anywhere. You you make money. Make money wherever you can get it. Steve, fill us in on what's going on with the Royals. I know we are less than a month out from, you know, opening baseball back up. So where are we looking? I don't I don't know about you, man. We we may be a little bit of a ways off, but the pieces are there, yeah. Well, there's a lot of optimism around them this year, it's, uh, especially their, their pitching staff. And you know I'm not a baseball guy, so I'm not going to sit here and try to like, break down the lineup <laughs> I and, was gonna see how far and numbers and stuff like that. But I can, you know, I, I can sit here from the outside looking in and say that there's a lot of optimism within the Royals, uh, within you know my guy Josh Furnier. There's a lot of optimism that they're going to be good this year, and I think we all want them to be good. In, in a year where uh, everybody's kind of figuring out how to – navigate through a pandemic sports ratings were down across the board across sports radio across sports television and it's just because people are kind of finding other things to do they don't need that water cooler sports talk when they're not going to an office every day so i I do think it's really important for sports fans that the royals are good this year so there's a lot of optimism that that's going to happen and they've been they've looked pretty good so far in spring training and they've got a lot of young talent they did also just announce that they're going to allow up to ten thousand fans at the k this year so that's pretty huge and i you know i'm not a baseball guy i've built my entire sports career kind of making fun of baseball (laughs) and being the the anti like old man baseball guy but i'm actually like excited to go to a royals game this year so it's huge that they're going to allow fans because i haven't been to a sporting event in two years and i cover sports for a living i'm excited to go to the k this summer how about this we'll go together because you ain't gonna be paying attention just get i just get drunk at baseball games so we'll go together steve all right man before i let you go steven sir the 610 sports radios very own steven sir to catch him on cody and gold 10 to 10 to 2 10 to 2 already you can also down. uh 10 to 2 you can follow me on twitter at steven sir steve before i let you go my friend what is gonna be the summer sports headline in kansas city i'm gonna have you put your prediction on the record this is your chance to play doctor strange because i know you love marvel so what is gonna be steve our headline of the summer Summer sports headline. Hopefully it's going to be Deshaun Watson to the San Francisco 49ers. It would be incredible. I love Deshaun Watson. It would instantly make them the Super Bowl favorite for next year. There you go. Steven Serta, ladies and gentlemen. 610 Sports Radio, Cody and Gold, 10 to 2. I I can't believe how how smooth this kind of went, Steve. Dare I say we both improved. Uh, Turns out I'm a radio professional. This guy. Get out of here. Take a lap. You're listening to the KC Morning Show. Kitsay! Kitsay! I told you the big show. Sean Edwards, my man at Arsenio Hall, and Eddie Murphy on this show. When are we going to get to meet some of these these big wigs? You know, come on, Sean. Hook us up. You know, we can behave. We have manners. We're good in public. My collar is literally buttoned up as we speak. 
Yeah, I'll be on my best behavior. I swear, Sean Edwards. What is? Don't do that. Don't do that. What? Oh, Versatile. Kitty, you got any KC morning buzz for me? What's going on, girl? Anything at all? It's pretty freaking warm, man. Social distance, wear your mask, but... That's some deep content right there, Kitty. I got some news, courtesy of our friend Amelia, our ruse update. Thanks, Amelia. Love you. Appreciate you. UMKCU men's and women's basketball team headed to Sioux Falls for the Summit League Conference Tourney. Women play Sunday at 1145. Men play Sunday at 845. And both these teams are good. I've watched a couple games. We're solid. So, ru up, baby! Kitty, where can these people find you? They can find me... Soaking up some of that solid number four on the UV index sun <laughs> this weekend. Well played. Yeah, you know, at Holy Hearts. I know some of y'all be, be finding me. You should just like let me know how because sometimes I get creeped out. I got a bunch of followers this week. Thank you, Kansas City. Got lost in the algorithm, but I'll take it. I will take it. You know, if you're a new Casey Morning Ho, like... <laughs> Leave us a rating, yeah. a review. Rate and review, subscribe, all that. All of it. Also, almost forgot, Worlds of Fun is opening up soon. Yes. We'll have some news for Worlds of Fun next week for you. The peeps at Worlds of Fun, mm-hmm. they love us. We love them. They love you. They love me. It's, really it's true. It's yeah, true. It's really okay, I guys. I'm, I'm, I get guys, it. Um, again, I'll be on a patio for the next X amount of days. But come May 22nd. My ass will be at Worlds of Fun. May 22nd, yeah? May 22nd. Dope. And on May 29th, that's Memorial Day weekend, I'll be at Oceans of Fun Water Park. Get them passes. Come come ride them slides with your girl, Kitty. I'm going to need a coaster buddy because Hertzel is more of the corn dog and pictures kind. I know me. You know? So if you're down to clown, Kitty needs a... um, Writing, buddy. Conditions are ideal, Kitty. Let's go. You got anything else? I'm ready to get this weekend going. Let's weekend Kansas City. That's all we got. Kitty, a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. A freaking fabulous day to be a Kansas Cityan. We love you, KC. We'll see you in the, the morning. KC morning show. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. You're listening to the KC morning show.